0: The Karate Kid. One dirty dish rag triumphs over another, and they both come out clean. Alright, today talking about the Karate Kid. I'm talking about the OG one, released in 1984, starring Ralph Macchio and Elizabeth Shue, Pat Morita, and William Zabka, uh, written by Robert Mark Kamen and directed by John G. Avvildsen? Action, drama, coming of age, underdog, journey of self-discovery type film. (laughs) Um, I will preface this by saying I love this movie. I've loved it for a long time, since I was a kid. And uh, I will have some spoilers at the very end, but I will let you know before I get there. 80s. It's corny, it's quirky, it's angsty, it's realistic, dumb, uh, heart-focused, and feelings. It is feelings. <laughs> uh, what I was trying to describe this movie to Rebecca, because she's not a huge fan of 80s movies, and we watched this together the other week, um, I was saying it's it's a feeler, not a thinker. Um, and I, I have a soft spot for 80s movies that are like that. Um... For a couple of reasons, uh, one I'm just an eighties kid, so I, I grew up with a lot of uh, these films in my life as a young child. But uh, let's uh, let's get to summarizing this thing a little bit here. So we have an underdog teen. He's new to town. Uh, he makes good, somehow, some way, makes good. He's got some conflicts along the way, things he's got to deal with, teenager things, being new in town things, whatever. Um, There's a little bit of classism and racism that are addressed in the movie, not heavy handed or preachy at all, uh, but they are in there and it's kind of just a nice flavor, uh, not flavor, it's, it's nice texture to add on to the reality of the situation and I'm glad that they get addressed. A little bit but that's not what the movie's about uh it's a classic good versus evil so much so that we've got white guys white guys we've got good guys dressed in white and we've got bad guys dressed in black uh very common to do that um but but that's it's a classic good versus evil film um you know teen issues we've got a kid who's learning to find confidence in himself. Again, he's the underdog. He's coming of age. Uh, he's on his journey of self-discovery. All those tropes are, are very valid here. Uh, balance is something that is very key in this movie, and I like that. And I think that that that's m- maybe why I focus on balance so much in my life and use that word and think about things in that way because of this film and watching this since I was a kid. Um You know, we've got life lessons here. Um, Some that have not aged incredibly well, I will say. Um, I think that you could interpret things differently and reframe them. Because one, you could say is, is blind obedience. But you could also just call that trust. It's a story of friendship as well. So, you know, without getting into spoilers, we've got Daniel LaRusso. Uh, or Daniel's son, as he's referred to a lot by, uh, Pat's character, Mr. Miyagi. Um, and, uh, somehow they find their way to each other, and, uh, you know, I think a lot of people already know the story to a degree without knowing the story, um, so I don't think it's really a spoiler to say that, you know, uh, um, Daniel gets taken under Mr. Miyagi's wing, uh, teaches him some karate and life lessons along the way. Um, but there's other things that Danny's dealing with that, uh, that, that, that he needs to do on his own. you know. And he's got a guide, he's got a mentor, but he, he's got to go through the fire alone. Um, why do I love it so much? I think part of it is just because it was one of the few movies I had as a kid, so I watched it a lot. But I definitely, as I got older, identified with Danny's character, not the whole thing, but with that underdog aspect, being a new kid in town aspect. Um, also, like being on the, the lower end of the economic scale, um, that's a reoccurring theme in my life. Sometimes where, where he is courting a lady who might be on the other end of the uh, economic scale and the complications and feelings that come along with that. That classism theme, like I said, is in there, but it's not heavy-handed, and it, it gets in. It's, I think it's interesting, especially just someone who's coming from my context. Um, so you got basically oh the kid from the wrong side of the tracks type of deal, and uh, he's trying to he's trying to just follow his heart, and I think that that's a beautiful thing. I think that especially ever since the reboot if you want to call it that with a cobra kai came out there's been a lot more question because i mean we're starring you know william zabka and ralph Macchio again in their original roles but we're talking about decades later and i haven't watched the thing myself yet i plan to eventually but there's been a lot of question and speculation about let's let's think about let's think about daniel a little bit more in this, uh, in, in this first original movie here. Um, and it was a trilogy as well. I'm just talking about the first one here, not two and three. I have seen, I think, number two. I don't know if I've seen three. And if I've seen number two in its entirety, probably it was only one time. I'd like to watch the other ones. I don't know if I'll review them at all. Um, just like Back to the Future, I feel like, man, that first one is iconic. I've seen that a ton of times. Two and three, again, I've seen two once, I think. Three bits and pieces here and there not as uh it's just they're just the magic kind of struck once right it just kind of happened once and and it was beautiful and wonderful and then after that kind of became let's cash in on this um is how I feel about it and the other ones might be entertaining but anyway so um I lost my train of thought completely anyway target audience for this movie uh, I think if you're into 80s movies at all, I think that this fits right in there. The soundtrack, the style that it's shot in, the, the way that the lessons are presented, the acting, etc. Um, if you don't mind it being a little corny, because I mean, I think that, that kind of goes almost hand in hand with 80s movies, those real, like, oh, that's an 80s film. Like, that's one of those defining features, I think, is that it gets a little corny. And it definitely has some real good heart. So if you're into just, you, you, you need a movie with some heart and some fight in it, um, then that's cool too. Uh, I think it's a good kids movie. I think it does introduce a lot of these things early on in a palatable way without um, it being too graphic or too complex. But these life lessons of like learning balance in your life. And uh, um, I guess that's the main, main one that I think of. Um, I did mention that it is realistic I mentioned that it's angsty I mentioned you know it's kind of dumb uh, <laughs> I think that one of the interesting things here is that the, one of the things I love about it um, is that, that I didn't love at the time but I have a new appreciation for it now before I, I watched this movie so many times as a kid and as an adolescent and even as a teenager with a different perspective obviously and different lens but it was very surface level and how I related to it and watching it as an adult after stepping away from it for I don't know how many years. Daniel is a very flawed protagonist. He is a flawed hero, which makes him more interesting. I don't think they're presenting him that way on purpose to the degree that I would see him as flawed. Um, he's kind of just a wiener sometimes. and And it's interesting... Because I think that they do a good job of something that I can't tell you yet because it's a spoiler. Um, but but complex characters are important, uh, and I think that a lot of the time when you've got heroes and villains, the villains have always seemed cooler to me because they seem more complex and they come from they they have more of a backstory that's realistic and motivations that make sense. And there's a lot of pain there that gives them a lot of credibility. And with heroes, sometimes they don't do a good job of that. I think here we've got a complex hero. We don't have a complex villain, but things still still work out in the end in a way that's very nice that I can't talk about right now. Um, importance and function. Other than the realistic aspect where we've got this he's Daniel's no angel. He's kind of a wiener, but he's trying to make good. And he's trying to figure out how to do that as a teenager. And I think that that it's not a, uh, it's a discussion piece. There's things that he does that are, are good. And there's things that he does that are not so good. And uh, it's something that it's not just like showing a kid, like, here's your role model, do everything this kid does. But again, there's topics that come along the way that are points of discussion. Anyway, importance and function beyond that, I think that it is more than just entertainment. I think it shows a great model for some perseverance and trust um, and and looking inward and applying balance to your life. Um, Daniel is flawed, and that is a good thing about this movie. If you... Taken into consideration that people are all flawed and we're all complex and that he's not meant to be just like the role model, period. Um, I think that in that aspect, it it could be... It it was an important movie for me. Um, So, yeah. Where do I put it on my shelf? I, I put it high on my shelf. It is not quite top shelf, but it's close. And it's one of those ones that I've been thinking about. It's just such a classic for me. It's something I grew up with. It's something that I I'm seeing with more mature eyes right now, and it's it's still I mean it has some flaws which we'll talk about in the spoiler bit here, but um, it, it's high it's high on my shelf for sure. Um, there's a lot of nostalgia there for me. The message it's very palatable again. Um, it has just it, my love for the '80s is partly due to this film. It's good. I think you should see it. I think that it it doesn't really have a lot in there that can turn people off. I think that there's a few things that maybe, depending on your age of the kids, they might not even understand at all and won't be an issue. And if they ask you about it, it's not anything weird. Um, so uh, I, I guess there's a drug reference, except it never gets called out. Those just throw it on there. There's a drug reference that you see visually, and uh, but you, you don't know, if you didn't know what it was, you wouldn't know what it was, right? Um, and it's 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 very subtle um and I yeah it just brings a lot of feelings out for me because of the identity or the the attachment to the character because I identify with the character for and have for so long and it's it's interesting to reflect on that but it's just it's entertaining too and it's 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 a softer you want to call it a soft action the way top gun well, it was kind of like this action romance and this is kind of like that but again very soft in the action there is some fighting there is a tiny bit of blood there's karate stuff going on um some of it's kind of cool but yeah it's 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 one that is a a feeler not a thinker Uh, not too much anyway spoilers magical spoiler alert happening here um so i'm just gonna just talk about the ending uh you know Okay, we've got Daniel. There's conflicts, whatever. He's running to Johnny um, here and again because his this love triangle thing that's going on, um, and, and that's the thing. Daniel finds this 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 young lady that he fancies, and he pursues a relationship with her. Her ex, which is Johnny, does not like that. Um, and then they get into to altercations and things, and. I mentioned Danny's flawed, and there's things that he does. I keep calling him Danny. He's never called Danny in the freaking movie. Daniel is uh, flawed, and he he at times eggs these guys on when he really shouldn't, because it's really dumb to do that. And he he does so at times when it's just he's being kind of a jerk. Um, but here's the thing that like that's just part of his flaw, right? But here's the thing towards the end. So we've got this weird little bit of magic that happens twice in the movie where Mr. Miyagi like heals Daniel by like, this is intense music, and then Mr. Miyagi just like, and then he like does something to like Daniel's shoulder one time, and then all of a sudden magically his shoulder's not sore anymore and he can move it. And then later what happens, we're getting to the the final of the tournament, it's, it's the last couple minutes of the movie here. And, uh, you know, the bad guys cheat. Cobra Kai cheats to try to, like, get Daniel out of, out of there rather than trying to beat him fair and square. Um, they don't want to take that chance. So they're instructed to cheat and take him out. And there's an illegal move, and they injure his leg, and he can't stand on it. He can't put weight on it. He can't fight. And, you know, he got to, like the very last round and he, and uh, therefore Johnny wins by default. And while he's in the back there and Mr. Miyagi's like, yeah, I'm proud of you. You did good. Like you did a good fight. And, and then, but Daniel can't let it go. And to me, this kind of reminds me of Greece. So spoiler alert for Greece. Um, but like Greece is basically just says like, Hey, why don't you just change yourself? And, and that's how you get the guy. Just come be like, be a completely different person in the end, and then everything will be great. Um, which is not a good message. It's a fun movie, and I really like it. But that's not fun. That's not a good message for anyone. Um, but here in the end, Daniel can't let go. He wants to go back in, and he wants to win. And he want. I mean, there's a difference. He wanting to win, and wanting to do your best and try. But, like, he's so injured, he can't walk. The doctors say, like, hey, you did well, son. Like, whatever. Like, peace to you, friend. You did great. Try again next year. The other guy's cheated. That sucks. But then Daniel, like, begs Mr. Miyagi to do the magic to his leg. And then he's like, why? You already proved what you needed to prove. You proved that you can – that you now you've earned their respect, right? And I think he did. He really did earn the respect – of those in Cobra Kai, other than the Sensei, who's a, a wiener, the, the other dudes, I think that some of them, like, they, okay, like, you know, Daniel can fight and he he proved to us that he, he can beat us and whatever. Um, but that's not good enough for Daniel. And he's like, no, I need to – ne-, he says he'll never have balance this way. Not with him, not with them, not with Allie. Um, and I just think that's silly. I think that like, sometimes there's nothing you can do Because what if you go back out there and then you lost You know what I mean Like, So he, he, Mr. Miyagi gives in Which I just don't think he would normally do I don't think that speech that Danny gives Is very convincing Of like, you know, I'll never have balance And it's like, y- yeah, I think I think you will, I think you'll be okay um, So Anyway He does it he goes out there, and then he wins. And then that's the end. Here's the thing of that, that is very redeeming, because um, like that little blip there is what I don't like. It's not very consistent with Mr. Miyagi's character, I believe. And also, I don't... I just... That doesn't... like. I, I, I feel like they just could have left it there, and the message would have been sent properly without him needing to actually go in there and win. Um I think that he earned the respect. And anyway, so I mentioned that they do a good job of making Danny a little more complex and flawed, but Johnny, not so much. We don't get a lot of depth from him or anybody in Cobra Kai. However, we do see growth. Because at the very end, when he wins, when, when Daniel wins, Johnny goes and grabs the trophy and he gives it to Daniel, and he says, you're all right, LaRusso, I think is the, is the quote. And he, he has changed, he, he respects him, he admires that perseverance and that drive and that ability and that spirit that, that Daniel has. So I like that. I think that it's a good part of this film and I think that it might have foreshadowing into what Cobra Kai becomes as the, as the show, of this question of, like, who's really the villain here? Who's really, you know, let's flip, let's flip things around a bit. Let's, let's change our perspective, and let's look at things deeper. Anyway, uh, I love the movie. If you haven't seen the movie, I think it's a classic. I think you should watch it. If you don't like '80s movies, then sucks for you. Uh, Rebecca watched it. She enjoyed it more than she thought she would. So there you go. Anyway, it's cute, it's fun, it's a good time, it's got a lot of heart, and uh, Karate Kid.